Welcome to Redemption Unveiled, where we believe you are here for a reason and it's your job to discover it. Hi, I'm Haley and I'm here to help. I knew exactly why I was put on this earth and I believe you should too. Let's get going. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I have my amazing husband back with us, Carter Allen. How are you, my love? Good. 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 That you and I have learned a lot through our life is this act of digging in and fighting for what God has for us, but also trying to be honest when, when how we feel isn't what we know we should feel. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think as Christians, if I could encourage people, I feel like Christians get it, get really confused sometimes because we're taught like how we should act. And so we use that as a, almost like a guide of what we should say instead of saying, Hey, this is what health and peace look like, but I'm actually not there. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I think that that is something that we have tried to learn. How do we be really authentic with who we are, but yet, you know, not doesn't, I always say it doesn't mean you have to tell everyone everything, but you should be telling someone everything. And mm-hmm. so I think that that is something that we tried to do as we walked through that, just being really authentic when we were struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it is important, like, to recognize like you can be you can be authentic with everyone and it doesn't mean you have to be completely vulnerable with everyone as well like you don't have to i mean if you're going through a hard time going through a challenge through a difficulty it doesn't mean like when you're around certain people you have to just pretend that you're really happy and you know, there's no stress going on and everything's just fine. Like there's a, there obviously is a balance there, but I think as people, as we visited with people, as time went along, I think, I mean, I guess I don't know, but I think that people appreciated that we were authentic and mm-hmm. that we didn't just pretend like we still have, you know, everything all together and everything's just fine. We were just real with them. It didn't mean we had to go into a deep conversation with every single person that asked how we were doing, you know, but uh, we could still let people know that we're okay. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I think that there's real power in saying that I'm going to be seen. I'm going to be seen as I am right now. And unfortunately, Again, I feel like Christians are, I'm sure everyone's bad at this, but I feel like Christians are extra bad about this, about saying, I am actually not going to be seen right now. And I'm actually going to hide how I feel or what I'm really expressing because I know it's not right. Or I know that I shouldn't be feeling this way. And I'm going to wait until I can say and do the right thing. And then I will tell people how I am or what I've been through. And I know for me, I felt like that for a long time in my life that I needed to be what I knew I should be. And I needed to present myself in a almost, I feel like with Christianity, there's almost this, we need to make God proud of us. There's this like thing of we're representing God and we need to show people how good he is and how good our life is as Christians The problem that I would say with that is God's goodness is often shown through our journey of difficulty. So there's this all this pressure to be 
to be something that we're not. And instead of saying it, it actually ends up perpetuating this lifestyle of hiding ourselves and not being real. And I'm just a huge believer in that our one of our greatest calls is to be seen and to be known and to live in community. And you can't do that if nobody knows you and nobody knows what you're really going through. And of course, if you're just starting out, I think you have to start small and start with people close to you. And the, the longer you're authentic, the easier it is to say like, yeah, not doing good. <laughs> yeah, had a big breakdown this morning. We were working through. I just completely am doubting myself or doubting God or, you know, whatever that looks like. But I think that that journey, like to me, I would just really encourage anyone that finds themselves in just a really intense place to, to find this, like the goal, instead of the goal being, I want to do this right, or I want to be right, or be what God says I should be. Instead of that being my goal of saying, I want to be real with who I really am and ask God to come in and heal these parts that are not real. And as that's happening, I'm going to tell someone in my life what's happening. Because I think there is also a whole group of Christians that will acknowledge that they struggle and that they are struggling, but they only acknowledge it in their prayer life because they think, well, as long as I'm talking to God about it, then that's fine. I think men are particularly bad about this, like just from what I've seen in the many couples and, you know, just in your life and stuff, like just men are prone to like, well, as long as I, if I'm a Christian, as long as I'm talking to God about it, then mm-hmm. that's really all that needs to be said. And if God is... God knows, then we're good. And there's nothing else, but it actually says we need to confess our sins one to another, which I don't know what the translation is there in that particular verse, like what it's exactly saying when it means sins. But the way I look at it is we need to confess like our weaknesses and our brokenness and our desire to do the thing we shouldn't be doing. Hmm. And that's the very thing that most people think, well, I don't need to tell anyone because maybe I'm not even acting on it. And so it's just a desire. And so there's no reason to really worry about speaking that out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you and I have really discovered the power in speaking it out loud. And what I think is really sad is for so many people it's like there's if if you truly don't believe that it's a big deal to say it out loud then why can't you just say it out loud Mm. you know what i mean if you're like oh it's okay i'm talking to god about it like Mm. how many people how many christians have felt alone in their life because they will just raise their hand in worship and pray to god about it and they will never go home right and talk to their spouse or call a friend and say, I'm actually struggling so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think part of the part of the challenge in that is I believe that we start to tell ourselves a story in times like that that what's the point of telling other people? Because I'm the only one. Like, I'm the one making the choice, or I'm the one that made this mistake, or whatever it was. If I tell this person, it doesn't change what happened. Like, it doesn't. So, what's the point? Especially if what you're discussing could be viewed as hurtful to the other person. Right. Like, I think a lot of spouses do this. So, especially like in men, like in situations where like guys may be struggling with sexual stuff, or girls may be struggling with 
you know, flirting with someone or thinking about someone, you always just say, you're like, I'm not acting on it. I'm not doing anything really bad. So what's really the point of talking about it or mm-hmm. saying anything? Cause I'm just going to hurt that person. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the invitation that we get, like that Satan gives us of what's really, what's really going to help. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, if I could just give people something, it would be like that what is really going on inside of you matters. And even if you haven't ever, and maybe you will never act on how you're feeling, it needs to be seen. And Mm -hmm. it needs like, that's how light comes in. That's how we get healing. And how many Christians live their life year after year after year, not finding the healing that they read about. Mm -hmm. And how many Christians are frustrated that they don't have more healing and more growth coming from their relationship with God. Hmm. When I'm having a conversation with someone about this, I always think, well, how often are you telling people about this? You know, because hmm. I tend to be a person that people will tell a lot too, as far as, hey, I'm struggling with this, maybe just because I feel like I'm fairly open with, you know, my struggles. And I also would just so believe in the power of it. So, you know, I always just think, gosh, you deserve to be seen. And not just, you don't just deserve to be seen, you deserve to be free. And you have this life right now that's keeping you trapped Mm. just because you won't. I mean, I, there's been so many times with you and I that it'll be something, sometimes it's something stupid, sometimes it's not something stupid, sometimes it's really embarrassing and like a bigger deal. But even when it's something small and stupid, I still will feel like embarrassed to tell you like what I'm struggling with or what I'm thinking, especially if I know it's not real or I know it's not the truth, you Mm. know, you're like, well, I know this isn't. Or I know it's not nice, you know, I know this isn't nice, but I actually like really hate her right now (laughs) or whatever, like, or Mm -hmm. I know this isn't, I know it's not true, but I legitimately like hate the way I look right now. And I think you do too. And I've been telling myself all day that I'm not enough or, you know, whatever that is. And I feel stupid or there's that voice that says, oh yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't really, you know, he doesn't really desire you or he doesn't really want you and then it's embarrassing to tell the person you're getting you know you're talking to hey i'm struggling with this no pressure or anything like to say i'm beautiful but i'm just saying like i'm not sure that you really love me but like not you know it's no big deal (laughs) especially like through the years like being pregnant i know i've had many times especially at the end of the pregnancy or when we first, you know, have our baby where you're just going to weird place and you're like, I am really struggling. And yet I don't want to tell you I'm struggling because I feel like if I tell you I'm struggling, you're just going to give me the pity. Like, no, I do love you. You're a very beautiful person. <laughs> and I hate to feel like, you know, like you just hate to feel like that. Like you're getting a pity, like compliment. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And so, but then I would do these things with myself where I'm like, well, well, I'll just wait and he'll say something, you know? And then the one that ever say anything, I'm like, I'm like really getting sad. <laughs> but then recognizing, I feel like God would say, hey, this is an opportunity for you to show your husband, like who right. you really are. Like you're struggling and you don't want to say anything because it embarrasses you to show, to say like, I need something from you. And what happens if I say that? And I think actually you weren't being honest and I can see in your eyes that you don't actually love me or think I'm pretty or, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I think it's, that's a, a good example because, you know, that's a scenario where, you know, you're able in that scenario, in that example, you're letting me know of something that I haven't been doing that, has been causing you to struggle 
But at the end of the day, it's not, I mean, that's helpful for me as a husband, but at the same time, that's also a journey of yours that you have, and I think you've learned, like, you Absolutely. have to not be, necess- not that you don't enjoy it or appreciate it, and I try to do that, but but if that doesn't happen, it doesn't, you know, you start telling yourself a story, and right. the story gets bigger and deeper the right. longer you don't bring it out, and I think that, I think it's really important too, like, always, like, Opening and sharing about these things is doesn't always doesn't always happen with an expectation that the person you're talking to can change it or fix it for you. That's not the point. The point is to get it out of you, to get it out of you, out of yeah. your mind, into the light. Because the point is not that that person has the capability or ability or responsibility to fix or change anything that you're dealing with. Sometimes they might be able to help, but sometimes when it's people that you trust. Sometimes maybe they're just there for support and they, mm-hmm. and the point is to get it out of you in a safe place that, you know, that can begin the healing process and that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I agree with you completely. Do you love the Redemption Unveiled podcast? Are you excited every Wednesday morning when it comes out? Let me tell you where you belong. You belong with me in the Redemption Unveiled community. We are a group of women who are dedicated to staying connected to God, even though we're really busy. Every Monday, we start our week off right with a Monday Mindset podcast. And every Thursday, we dive into God's Word to see what we can find. With ongoing prayer support and an Instagram for communication, I absolutely love it. And I want you to be a part if it sounds fun to you. Unfortunately, it's not open to join now. However, you're going to want to get on the wait list because that is going to give you the best deal and the earliest access. So head over to redemptionunveiledcommunity.com today and get on that wait list. I'm so excited to have you be a part. Let's get back to today's episode. Like you said, I think that that is a good example because I do think a lot of women view men, married or not, but a lot of women view men in a way of getting their self-confidence from another person. And I'm actually really against that. Like, I don't, I think we're created to, to discover our own self-worth. And I don't think, I think you could give me a compliment 10 times a day and just be obsessed with me. And I would just need 11. <laughs> like it's, yeah. you know, I mean, but he didn't really sound like he meant it that time. I think we can <laughs> knock down that one. But what I've learned is the more that I fed that belief that I needed something from you to fix me, the worse anything got. I mean, it's not always, you know, obviously we can talk about anything here, not just like self-image, but mm. but you're 100% correct. And the thing that's changed our life so much is when I come to you with a problem, whatever that problem is that I have within me, you know, I'm not blaming someone else. I'm looking to not have fear and I'm looking not to have shame and I don't need it from you. And most of the time I just need to say it to you. And you need to, yeah, maybe reassure me, encourage me, maybe speak truth to me. But at no point is it your problem to fix. And now, of course, if I'm just like way off track, there's been times and, you know, still are times that you just say, hey, babe, you're off track. (laughs) (laughs) Went way into the deep end there. Into the ditch here. (laughs) Um, But I do think that that's been life changing for you and I, that when I come to you, I am not asking you to fix me. 
Mm. And I am not asking you to heal me. And I think that in that way, that's really the power of me saying like, hey, my goal here is to like, if we're talking about self-image, like my goal here is to love the person God created me to be like body, soul, and spirit. That's my, that's my goal. And I can easily go into blame, which was introduced after Adam and Eve made their beautiful choice. You know, I can go into blame and say, well, the reason I don't love who I am is because Carter hasn't loved me well enough. And if he would be different, then I wouldn't be struggling right now. And there's that side or there's the fear side or the shame side of that self-talk as well. But For me, when I come to you and talk to you, I'm not like I may be expressing like something that you might be able to do to just communicate better. But at no point have can you heal my self-confidence and you can't do that because you didn't create me. And my journey as Haley is to figure out who did God create me to be, you know, again, body, soul and spirit. And how can I become that person and learn to love that person and that hating self is such an invitation for us to answer. And it's it's my job to answer that invitation. Do I love this person inside of, you know, who I am or do I not? Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that, you know, how all this ties back into the story of our house fire is that, in those moments when that first happened, I think we were in a season of shock there where we honestly didn't know, genuinely did not know how we were doing on any given day. Like, I, I don't know. Like, some days it was clear. Some days we were doing well. Some days we were not doing well. But there were a lot of days that were like, I don't know. I feel like I should be feeling something, but I don't feel anything. And I think that in those moments, and it's like in a, in our relationship, there's in our minds, there's an expectation of what a husband should be to a wife or a wife to a husband and who they should be, what they should be doing, how they should be treating each other. And those can be great things, but you're, you don't just get there and just learn how to talk through some of those things. And I think as a husband and wife, that's kind of part of it. You have to learn how to talk through these things. And I think it's okay that sometimes, you know, sometimes you'll tell me, Hey, I don't need you to, you know, answer, figure this problem out for me. Like I just need to, I need you to know where I'm at. And I think that's perfect, perfectly fine. Yeah. And the other thing that I'll just say before we close out for today is that one of my pet peeves is in the Christian culture how so many people that do give advice have such a specific approach. And so, for instance, like if I come to you and I'm there like saying, hey, I'm struggling with my self-confidence only because you haven't done enough and I like am blaming you. You never do this. You don't ever tell me this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then I am putting the blame on you. But if I come to you with a problem and you have this very specific path that I have to take in order to get where you think I should go, that is also, in my opinion, can be very harmful to people and can be very, like when I talk to people and I counsel people or coach people through different issues, I'm always looking for what is making them 
come alive? And what are they saying to me as far as like what God is saying to them and what seems as if they are almost drawn to that solution? You know, hopefully it's a positive thing. And if it's not positive, hey, why are you being drawn to that solution? You know, Mm -hmm. but instead of, because I'm a huge believer that we as Christians, it, it is my job to dig in and find the answers with my God for my life. And I have to do that with other people because he knows we need community. So I need to bring you in. But when I bring you in, it's not your job to take over and to do it for me. And I wish more people like counselors and pastors and, you know, people that give a lot of advice. I wish more of them would have the approach that it's their job to encourage and maybe guide in the way of if there's just like a blatant, you know, thing. But at the end of the day, look at what is God saying, but I'm not going to tell you what to do. Like maybe challenge you. Okay. Well, why do you think that, you know, Carter, like what, why do you, do you really think that? Is that really what you think? You know, I'm fine with ruffling feathers, but I don't like it when, when as Christians, because to be honest, like I used to be a lot like this, like people would give me advice. I had the final place that I knew you needed to be and I was going to do whatever it took, you know, to get you where you needed to be because that was the goal. Instead of saying, well, what, what's the, what could we discover right now about you? Or what could we discover about God? What lie is it that's, that's coming into your life right now that's coming to steal from you? Instead of being so scared to uncover what's really going on, so many Christians, when they're giving advice, just want to get rid of the problem. Oh, well, the problem is your self-confidence. Just, you know, don't think like that, you know, mm-hmm. instead of being like, okay, well, let's just, let's explore like, What is the lie that you're believing? What is the fear that you've embraced? What shame is it that you are agreeing with? And learning that some of that is just on us to explore and to discover instead of having this fear of me saying, I don't want to tell Carter because I might look stupid or I might get embarrassed or what if he agrees to the things I say, I could say, hey, I actually, if I know the truth that I am enough, that's the truth. Even if you disagree with that, maybe you think I'm the ugliest person in the world or you, you know, hate me. That's the truth is I'm enough. So it's instead of having this, this thought of, oh my gosh, I need to know what you think or what you feel okay, Haley, maybe that's not really the problem. Maybe the real problem is that you're struggling with your own self-worth right now. And that's not on you. Mm-hmm. That's not on Carter. You know, that's on me. And so I feel like that has been really helpful and life-changing for me to for like this journey of being broken. Number one, doesn't have to be so shameful and awkward. And number two, instead of looking at it like, okay, I have a problem of struggling with my self-confidence and it's your job to fix it. Or instead of you looking at it like, oh, Haley's struggling with her self-confidence, it's my job to fix it. Both of us recognizing it's neither of our jobs to fix it. It's my job to discover, to dive in, to look at the lies, the truth, to choose which one I'm going to believe. And then it's my job to do what God said, and that's to tell someone what I'm going through. And then it's my job to trust that God is healing me because I've brought it to him. I've done what he's asked me to do. And then I wait. And then maybe three days later, I do it all again because I'm struggling again or a month later or two weeks later, you know, and you do it over and over until one day you look at your life and you realize that's not coming up anymore because you've, you've gotten rid of it. You know, it's wow, these things that God tells us to do work, but how many of us are not doing them? How many of us are not willing to say, 
okay, yeah, I'm like really struggling over here with this and I'm not going to blame you. I'm not going to blame anyone else. I'm not going to keep it a secret. And I'm going to tell you what I'm going through. I'm not going to ask you to be my God to heal me. I'm going to say, I want you to see who I am. It's a not perfect person. And I want you to tell, I want to tell you that I'm believing something that I don't feel right now. And I'm trusting that God's going to heal me. And you do this repeatedly and literally you become healed. And it's so exciting. But I don't know. I just wish more people could embrace just being seen and being known. Mm-hmm. It's literally like the best. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's wrap up for today. But thank you for coming on and having the conversation with me, babe. I love you. Love you too. Thanks, babe. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're wondering what does Redemption Unveiled mean? Well, it comes from Romans 8, where it says creation is waiting for the children of God to be unveiled. You see, ever since Adam and Eve made that little mistake they made, humanity has been hiding themselves from God. Actually, Jesus even tells us that many people will be surprised that he says, I do not know you. I do not know you. What if the greatest call on our life is to learn to stop hiding and to be known? And what, just what if the world is waiting on that? What if the world is waiting on you? I'm Haley. I am obsessed with this. And I'm happy to have you here. Of course, you can find me at Redemption Unveiled on all the socials. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time. Bye.